Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the first round playoff series in the NBA playoffs. And over the next 60 to 90 minutes or so, we will have you covered on what's happening between the Brooklyn Nets and Boston Celtics. Welcome in, everyone. Get George on Twitter at George Reiser. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Today's show is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. I didn't love it in the regular season, George, but now that the playoffs are here, I like the Boston Celtics saying, yeah, we'll take on the Brooklyn Nets if we have to. It wasn't a guarantee when they ended up blowing out the Memphis Grizzlies a week ago today to make sure that they got the second spot, but we thought that Brooklyn was probably going to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers in the play-in game, and that's what happened, and now we have this 2-7 matchup. So for as much as I wanted certain teams to avoid facing Brooklyn, I am now a bit turning my tables a complete 180, George, I like that Boston's like, you know what? We'll take the two seed. It, it, is, it is an opportunity for them to shut everybody up and maybe take the biggest blow that they're going to get from the Eastern Conference opponent, uh, maybe to get past in the first round. I love that Boston is facing Brooklyn what? and that Boston wanted that smoke. 
Man, what are you talking about? They didn't really want that. They didn't really want that smoke. They just didn't have control over it because it, it, it was, yes, they go and play Memphis. You're supposed to try to win the game because if you lose that game, what then happens if Memphis, I mean, if the uh, Brooklyn loses the play in game, all of this stuff like you like you're putting a down payment on a problem that you may not even have. And now they ended up with all the smoke. They ended up with all of the smoke. I don't. um, And Boston is the best defensive team in the league. But at the same time, they are wondering in their own mind, you know that they are wondering, well, all right, cool. We have a big test. Can we pass this test? And they are not going to pass this test. I'm letting you know this right now. They are not going to be able to. They're are, not going to. They're not drinking the Nets Kool-Aid them. is what you're saying. You believe that this two player led team Hold on. can go through over go get through one of the te- better teams that we've seen playing in the nba you just talked about their defensive prowess you think that the brooklyn nets with kyrie and durant basically that's it can go and stroll through boston stroll no 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 there were, there will be no strolling <laughs> but there but there will be some winning there, there's a big difference between strolling and winning. And if you look at the fact that Brooklyn is probably going to get Ben Simmons back, and the best thing about getting Ben Simmons back is this, is that, is that when, when guys are gone, right, when, when somebody is gone, and it's particularly a really good offensive player, it takes them a minute to get back into the rhythm and all sorts of, all, all sorts of stuff. What was Ben Simmons' problem last year in the playoffs? Well, it's been a problem is scoring, his offensive uh, his yeah, ability and he to put wouldn't the ball shoot in the, the basketball. But what what is he best at? Well, right now, not shooting the basketball is what I would say for Ben Simmons. Well, well, he's the best in general <laughs> at at playing at playing defense and rebounding and passing the basketball. Right. So those. If you are, say so, yes, yes. I mean, I'm being, you, I'm being you, difficult for a reason because no, of my I'm just saying, anti-Ben Simmons is it, takes. If you're, if you're talking about Ben Simmons' game, his offense is not his strongest suit, but his defense rebounding and passing are, are his strongest suits, right? Sure. So, so, so when he comes back, if he can add those things back, which take less rhythm than shooting the basketball, then he's going to be good. And then dunking the uh, ball, cool. And you have also completely see, Dan, this is the problem that I have with you at times is that is that sometimes I believe in your teams more than you believe in your teams, because you just said that the Celtics are going to get their biggest test probably in the Eastern Conference in this round. And have you forgotten about the the the, the reigning defending well, it's, Milwaukee Bucks it's champions? Setting up, it's setting up a point, and it actually sets up a point from what Milwaukee did last year. There was a, there there were a lot of people who thought, uh oh, the Bucks get the heat in the first round. Look out, Milwaukee. Get ready for another first round exit. Miami was the last team you wanted to face, and outside of a game one scare. They got the brooms out. I mean, they swept Miami four games to none, which I thought helped propel them in that Brooklyn series. And then ultimately, 
they go on to win an NBA title. And that's where I think Boston could be, that this type of series is the type of series that could catapult a team to go on a run to the NBA Finals or even win an NBA no championship. Okay, so... And, and, the, I, and I just it, it, let me just say this: that sometimes, like the the past of the path of least resistance, isn't the best. I correct. mean, we said that we you know poked holes in the Suns' run last year, and I don't know how fair we were with that. But you could say, well, the Lakers, you know, had injuries in that series, and then there was no Kawhi when they faced uh, the Clippers, and like all, all of these things that ended up playing out for the Suns' run. But in Milwaukee's run, I mean, they went through the two toughest, you know challenges that we at least thought. I think they got a bit of a break with the Hawks in the Eastern Conference Finals, but I think that helped them, and that's what I think could happen with a Boston team that probably has something to prove uh, entering these playoffs. So that's that's why I think that this sort of series is the series that can catapult a team further to the NBA playoffs than maybe people would have believed that they could go. Okay, so Dan, my question to you is is with the with the Milwaukee Bucks, right? Who are the defending champions? Because you said that about the about the Brooklyn Nets, who have been who are not as great on defense. Yes, they have the two most prolific offensive players in the playoffs on one team. But are you trying to sell the Bucks short? Like like that 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 they no, can't I, that Giannis can't go God mode again. I'll tell you no. I'll t- no, I'll tell you exactly what I feel. I would if I'm a Bucks fan, I'd almost rather face Brooklyn than I would Boston. In terms of 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 what Boston did in the second half of the season, and you're you thinking that Ben Simmons is this magical addition? No, 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 that, no, no, I, no, 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 no. no if you're going to poke holes into something that I didn't say, no, I'm going to poke holes into something that you said. I didn't say he's – it's not like bringing Michael Jordan into the This guy hasn't team. played in an entire year. So even though he doesn't have to score, how in the world are you going to develop chemistry with two of the biggest superstars that the NBA has and makes that work? It's been difficult enough for Brooklyn to find their own chemistry with the guys that have played in the 76ers right. trade. So to think that Ben Simmons is going to be able to come in if he even plays this series at all and make a noticeable difference, I just think that – I think that's an awful lot to ask when you're trying to to figure out if Brooklyn's able to do it. To put it on a possible return of Ben Simmons, I think it's difficult. Okay, so do you believe that the Boston Celtics are a championship caliber team? Yes. Okay. So my so my question to you is this: Is okay? Do you believe the Miami Heat are a championship caliber team? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now, Dan, if you go back to 1980. Well, actually, first thing is, is there a superstar on the Miami Heat team? Not a superstar. Okay. No. Is there a superstar on the Boston Celtics team? I think Jason Tatum is. I don't know if he gets the pub, but I would put him in that. You would that you you would put him in superstar ca- ca- category. Yeah, I, I think mean, I think is. he's a big star. I think he has a chance to be a superstar. But do you think he's a superstar at this moment? I'll say yes. He may be in okay. the early stages, but yes. Okay. Okay. So, so being being that you said that, yes, I I think it's a no. Yet, I think he he has an opportunity in this playoffs to go to superstar status. Like he can go to superstar status, uh, because to go to superstar status, like you have to be able to put the team on your back at some point in time and be a superhero. And now, and now since nineteen eighty, 
there has only been one team to win a an NBA championship without a superstar on their roster. Only one. And you know who that is? The Pistons? Yep, the 2004 Detroit Pistons. That is the only time that it's been done. So that's why when people get to talking about this Miami Heat, they are not a they are not a legitimate, you know, uh championship caliber team. When you look at this Boston Celtics team, unless Jason Tatum turns from star to superstar, they're out of the equation as well. Just letting you know, Dan. I I I would disagree with that because I also disagree with the, the thought process that the big three is is the way to go. I think it is so much more complicated than that. And if you're only going to grace your team and, and litter them with a couple of absolute superstars, you are not going to go as far as you would think you would in the NBA playoffs. Like the Bucks just, winning last I'm year. I'm just saying that 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 you can't go with that to win the championship. You do need a superstar. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. One, like, like you don't, you don't have to have a team full of them. I'm saying that you have to have one, though. No, but they've got. If if you want to say Jason Tatum isn't or is maybe just not to, right to that level yet, and I think that he's past the threshold, that's fine. But you have Jalen Brown, you have Marcus Smart, uh, you've got other guys there, Derek White. That you have other players that make that team dangerous, and. I think Brooklyn has names as well, but I just don't necessarily see the chemistry and they're so they're so dependent scoring wise on Durant and Kyrie and you mentioned maybe their lack of defense as opposed to Boston's. I just I, I think it sets up well for the Celtics. And honestly, like in this series where the Celtics are the two seed, even though in the in the Nets are the seventh seed, we think it's gonna be a pretty even series, but if you navigate this I, I think it's a it's a really big deal and 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 I, I I don't I actually think there's more pressure on Brooklyn in this series than there is Boston because of the no expectations way. of what we just talked about over the last ten minutes. See, I don't think that they have very many expectations. I, I think that their pressure on them is super low because they got rid of heart. They had their heart in turmoil. They have been Kevin Durant was injured for a good part of the year. Kyrie missed like three quarters of the season. Ben Simmons hasn't played yet. I think that this that that they're playing with house money probably more than any other team than 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 like the Pelicans. Like the Pelicans are playing with house money. The Chicago Bulls are playing with house money. So you know, so so I think that those teams are in a different spot and in the same way with Brooklyn. I, I, Brooklyn's one of six or seven teams, and I'm hoping that I can name the six or seven teams, <laughs> but I have, that have realistic NBA title expectations. Like, or, or, or to make it to the NBA Finals, to win an NBA title, Milwaukee's another. I would put Boston and Miami in there. In the West, I honestly think it's, it's the Warriors and it's the Suns. For as, for as great of a story, Memphis is. They're down in their series, one game to none. Uh, who knows about Luka's situation, not, good, like, not likely to play in game two. Um, I don't think that there's any other team that in the West that you would say, all right, I, nobody's, nobody's picking the Jazz to go to the NBA Finals. You're either picking the Warriors or you're picking the Suns. And I think Brooklyn is one of these teams in the East that you are picking to maybe go to the NBA Finals. And that's as a seven seed. So that number before them, to me, means nothing. I think they absolutely have pressure. And and it's another another season where Kevin Durant wouldn't get a ring. 
and he's he's not as spring of a you know a spring chicken as as he once was as we can say on this uh Easter holiday <laughs> there there are only so many seasons that Kevin Durant has and if you go without a title in this season even though it was a roller coaster and uh quite the soap opera with James Harden and now with Ben Simmons there it's still a missed opportunity at a title and I think that that would be something that would get to Durant and I think that's why they have pressure on him Mm-mm. I, I I think for this particular season that the pressure is extremely low compared to other seasons and, and dude and Marcus Smart is dude Do you think it, that there was pressure on LeBron this year? Uh no. No. I I, <laughs> I no, no 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 no. I mean I mean and, and by and by not pressure on LeBron, I mean not any more pressure on LeBron than than is on LeBron every every okay, other season. Sure. Because because his level of pressure is always extremely high. Like, I'd agree with because, that because because he's Le- LeBron James. So I don't think that this year was any is any different than that, that, than any other season. That's that's completely fair. But I think that the same exact situation is with Kevin Durant. Yeah, for sure. That, Except that, for, so that so there's always pressure. So there's always that pressure of winning an NBA title. There's always that conversation. And there's he, he's not going to win the MVP this year. But again, you go around the room and you say, who's the best player in the NBA? Kevin Durant is getting votes, and he could be getting a majority of the votes. So to say that they're playing with house money in this scenario, there is no such thing when you're okay. Kevin Durant and you're you know trying to um, win titles to add to your legacy. I think that that when you look at this this season and you compare what the Lakers did versus Brooklyn, right? Now, now the Lakers had all sorts of injuries and and all of that stuff. But do they deserve any excuses for missing the playoffs? No, the Lakers? None, no. None. No. But Brooklyn, if they get knocked out in the first round by Brooklyn, what what can what is going to be said? Well, Kevin Durant was hurt all year. Kyrie had the COVID thing. That like there are legitimate circumstances that people are going to point out when when it comes to them that you would not when it comes to Boston. I'm sorry that when it when it comes to my Los Angeles I, Lakers, I still think I'm at not the end giving of the, them any any uh, passes for at not the end the of the day. You're looking at it and you're saying Kevin Durant still has two NBA titles with the super duper team that they built with the Golden. State Warriors. That's hey. what you're. That's what you're saying. And and with that comes pressure. And with each year that you don't win the title, I think there's more and more pressure uh, with uh, with what Brooklyn has. It's not been ideal. That's why I also think why he's so ticked off at James Harden because it is his legacy. Like James Harden, for some reason, doesn't care about his legacy as much. Um, but Kevin Durant had his legacy tied to James Harden because they were all going for the same goal. So Harden not caring hurt Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant knows that we are going to have these conversations. Right now, by the way, Boston up 10 on Brooklyn, 408 to go in the third, 88 to 78. He is George Reister. Get him on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Bayer on Fox. A very happy Easter to you. It's the arrival of the USFL. And what does that new football league need? We tell you next here on Fox Sports Sunday. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week now through May fourteenth. Get twenty five dollar tickets to over five thousand shows. That's up to seventy five percent off a summer full of your favorite artists like Twenty One Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Sunday. He's George Reister, the NFL vet. I'm Dan Bayer. A very happy Easter to you. Nets and Celtics playing their game one right now. It's in Boston, though, and Brooklyn trails by seven to the Celtics. David Gascon will have more on this at the bottom of the hour. There's also action, not only in golf, not only is Jordan Spieth leading at Hilton Head right now, but there is also action, George, on the gridiron, USFL action, stars and breakers playing right now. Earlier today, the Gamblers... uh, the Houston Gamblers top the Michigan Panthers 17-12. to But you've got the Stars and Breakers playing in a scoreless game on USA Today as we speak. How much USFL action have you taken in so far? None. So, well, actually, a, a few minutes now. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, that I've taken it in because, okay, I, I look at alternative football leagues the same way that I look at television series right is that is that i'm a huge tv watcher love tv however at the same time it is frustrating like when you get invested into a a a series and then all of a sudden the it it, it gets canceled after one season you mean like it's frustrating sure and why are other people liking the show that i like 
Yeah, yeah. I I played in the UFL. So so I understand it. So I've been in a position where I've played in one of these spring spring leagues. I I think the UFL actually made it three seasons. Well, actually it wasn't a spring spring league. It was in the fall, but but still, like it it's not the same as playing in the in the NFL during the regular year and that they just haven't had staying power. And a lot of that, yes, does have to do with the money. But I believe that, you know, that there may only be enough, you know, bandwidth for for people for college and the and the NFL. But hopefully the USFL has an opportunity to uh, to approve us wrong, because I know that people love football, but I think the scarcity of football is the thing that you know, makes it yes. hard for some of these leagues to be viable because people are like, listen, I can't devote my entire year to that. I'll be divorced. I won't take take my kids anywhere, anything like that. There is just there, – there is, there is no way that I just – I think that it works. I think that you it has to just come to terms with what it is. And if the leagues don't come to terms with that, then they're not going to succeed. It is what it is, is a phrase that is used way too much. But I do think that that's what it is for alternative football leagues. I have never been a fan. I am curious, as a former player in a league, what was your this-isn't-the-NFL moment that stood out the most? Because what I think happens is we point to how many fans there are in the stands or how many fans there aren't in the stands. We talk about you know like those sorts of things. But realistically, to your point about attention span and doing with your time is the is the biggest deal. But what I what I found so striking about last night as it was the big kickoff night was that wasn't the only football league going on as the fan control football league was also being played. And I felt got just as much recognition because Terrell Owens was playing in that league. And that kind of, you know, had the light bulb go off in my head that if you put players on the field that we would recognize, and granted, it may be um, a bit hokey or, you know, a, a, a bit outside of the box thinking, but if you get certain players that make you turn on the TV, that is what the USFL does because the actual product of the football game is never going to be enough to satisfy like even real football fans, there are people who love the sport. You play the sport, you played in an alternative league and it is even difficult for you. But if you were to put Terrell Owens in the USFL, you actually may be watching that game because for some reason we were watching oh, yes. the Zappers yes, I play would. last night. I'm the bad guy. Yeah. I, and you are, you are right that, that the stars are what make the leagues in, in, in terms of driving, driving interest. And part of that is like you is like you said, people are automatically interested. They're like, wait, hold up. T.O. T.O.'s plan. Let me tune in and see what's going on. And I believe that there that there's a lot of that that's very true in these in these leagues, because if you look at, you know, uh, the big three. Right. Which is a which is a, you know, alternative basketball league is three on three basketball, but you're dealing with former NBA players and you recognize their, their names. And I think that that's what generates 
a large part or the lion's share of the interest in the big three is that you're still watching uh, players yeah. that are name brand players and you can and you have remember seeing them recently and then some of them are still really good. If Johnny Manziel was playing in this league, USFL, would you would you make it appointment television or make sure to check it out? Oh God. It, dude, it, imagine if they had let's just say Johnny Menzel, Colin Kaepernick, uh like guy guys like that as the as the quarterbacks wouldn't yeah. wouldn't people tune in to be like hold up let me see if this dude yes. can actually play yeah absolutely oh, no. and, and I don't think that the I don't think that the recipe is new because that's what made the USFL at least in the 1980s so intriguing because Herschel Walker was there Doug Flutie was there you know, those were the two biggest names at, at that time. Then you had Jim Kelly, you had Steve Young, you know, I, I, I mean, and then they go on. But like as a child, I remember Herschel Walker was in the USFL and Doug Flutie was in the USFL. And that was a pretty big deal. And then you had other names obviously developed. But that recipe, that recipe is, you know, almost 40 years old and it's no different right now. And and it was just interesting last night to see people were tweeting. They were watching. And this happens with every alternative football league week one people are talking about it but to have their night have to be shared with the fcf and to's appearance in indoor football i thought kind of gave the usfl all right this is our recipe maybe we need to get you know maybe we need to sign a 50 something year old jerry rice to bring you know i mean and, and, oh, and i'm being God. facetious but the point is is you have the names out there or intriguing names to the point you know, you make of Kaepernick or Manziel and you are going to get more eyeballs than you would otherwise. That is 100% a fact. <laughs> and, get your and, popcorn ready. And, and eyeballs are the most important thing. And granted, there are going to be some players that come out of the, the USFL that are going to be NFL players. Like, I, I don't know how many it, it will be, but some of these guys will will find homes on rosters, like the same way that they did from the XFL, same way they did from the UFL, same way they did from, you know, every other spring league or, you know, alternative league that that's popped up. So for those guys, it is extremely beneficial because they get it they get their shot they get their fair opportunity to get in the league so i like that part of it as well i'm curious about what life is like in the ufl george is going to tell us next first i got to tell you that fox sports sunday is brought to you by one of our favorite cities las vegas the greatest arena on earth plan your trip today at visit let's head to the news desk david gascon giving us the latest of what's happening in this game one in boston and so much more what's happening dave hey guys uh boston does have the advantage right now over brooklyn 98 to 89 that begun the fourth quarter and Jason Tatum is leading the charge. He's got 29 points and four of the five starters for Boston are in double digit scoring, shooting 49%. Are they from the field? Brooklyn is actually shooting better, 53% from the field in this affair, but they have 14 turnovers and also the discrepancy right now, not much outside of that, looking at the rebounding column and also the free throw line, but Boston just shooting right now at a better clip, at least inside. Guys, the other game today was a one-sided tilt. Atlanta got hammered by Miami. 115-91 was the final score in this thing. Wasn't even that close. Trey uh, Young, 1-12 of 12 from the field. That eight points was a minus 22 on the court. He had five different players in double-digit scoring today for Miami. That included Duncan Robinson, who was 8-9 of nine from three-point range in just 23 minutes. 
Switzerland things up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, Major League Baseball menu: Orioles blank the Yankees five to nothing. Mets five zip over the Diamondbacks. Dodgers with a crooked number. They lead right now over Cincinnati seven to nothing, and it's the Cubbies doubling up the Rockies six to three. That game right now sits in the bottom of the seventh inning. Mariners shutting out the Astros six to nothing as well. Dan, I forgot to ask you before I started. Um, how was the how was the trip away from home? Trip was great. Saw uh, some pictures. Yes, Look yes. Good. I was I was out in North Carolina, George. We had a a, a golf trip. A buddy and uh, mine planned two years ago. Then COVID hits, and so it was wiped out. Went to the Masters for a day, but was uh, in North Carolina for a few days. Unfortunately, our 11 month old fell a little ill so the guilt factor as if it wasn't you know big enough now my wife has to deal with a sick child as i'm uh, three time zones away but uh but came home and uh he's feeling better it was a good trip but not without a lot of guilt i've learned that lesson <laughs> dude there is nothing bigger honestly than than vacation guilt when you when you have kids, you're like, oh, my God, I feel bad. I I have had to learn how to deal with that, dude, with the, with with the vacation guilt, because that will get you. And you have to say, listen, th- this is what is best for me to turn around and be a better father. <laughs> the way I can recharge. Oh, I wish I, I could use that. Oh, man. listen, the way I can be a better husband, all of this stuff, I need to 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 recharge. So hopefully you got a chance to do that on some level. As Sam told me in my ear, it literally was a guilt trip uh, because of that. <laughs> the uh, the fact is, is uh, we got master's tickets in 2020. So that was that's that was the whole reason why we went on the trip. But. COVID hits in March of 2020. There is no Masters. There's no fans there, you know, at the November 2020 Masters. In 2021, they did welcome some fans in, but not a full, uh, you know, their their normal uh, allotment that they have. So they told those ticket holders that had the 2020 tickets, if you don't get them in 2021, you can use them. You will get them in 2022, which was the case with me. So it wasn't like I just said, man, I got to get out of the house. It really was like two years in the waiting to, you know, have these master's tickets and to go to Augusta National for a day. So we did that. But it was uh, it was a guilt. It was a guilt trip once the uh, the baby came down with a bit of a fever. So he's the daddy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So appreciate Dave uh, for asking. I can give you uh, some recommendations. Teed it up in uh, Pinehurst uh, uh, at the Pinehurst Resort for a little while. I could tell you where not to hit the golf ball on certain courses. So it was uh, it was it was a good time. I, uh, I I am curious about your time in the UFL. When you when you mentioned that you had played in that league, what stood out? Like like we talk about the USFL and we point to well, there's no fans of the stands. That would have to be something that would be a shocker to a to a player maybe running out of a tunnel. What what was the UFL moment for you? That's like all right, this isn't the NFL anymore. Oh my god, dude! It's it's <laughs> you know it's not the NFL from the time that you walk in the door, dude. <laughs> like there's nothing about it. The uh, when, when when you sign your contract for the amount of money, that's the first time that you realize it's not the NFL. <laughs> the the uh, the uh, second time is when 
like when young guys are coming up to me asking like, oh, man, well, what's it what's it like in the league? You know that your locker rooms are different. The f- like you don't have training table like where they feed you every day. There's not like a cafeteria, all this, all this stuff. You uh, like travel is pretty much still the same. But as far as equipment, like you would go to the equipment room, and be like, yo, I need like 10 pair of socks for the week or, you know, whatever or and you know i had a nike contract so i had plenty of stuff so that didn't change for for me but for other guys they didn't have the same amount of equipment like they would be wearing the same shoes all the day like it was just a lot man and so for for me from the time i signed the contract i was like ah this ain't the nfl but but as well like there were some really good parts about it as well you played for the Las Vegas Locomotives, is that? Yes. Th- did anybody come up to you and say, "Hey, do you play for the Locos?" Do, uh, do you ever, ever, ever get any any of that? Because I'm sure in Jacksonville, you know, people are like, "Man, you play for the hell no!" <laughs> no one was saying that. I, uh, I mean, like in Vegas, a little bit, but but I will tell you this: I had a lot of fun in Vegas, though. Boy, oh boy! Oh, <laughs> I was out there with my college roommate. There was a, I mean, there's a lot to be said about being out there. It was, uh, it was, I mean, okay, quick, quick story. So we yes, would, let's hear it. <laughs> so we would play away games and you're in Las Vegas. I'm still at that point in time. I'm what? 29, 30, like 20, 29 years old. And you're getting ready to, you know, still kind of in the club a little bit. Not as much as I was when I was younger. But you get back from a game one in between like twelve thirty and one o'clock in the morning. What can you do? You can go straight to the club. <laughs> yeah. And and there and there was a couple times where where like I came out of Dre's and the sun <laughs> and the sun was out. And then I would go straight to treatment and uh, and and all was well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, life as a loco in the UFL for George Reister. Get him on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Maybe we'll just come up with a weekly segment, Tales from the UFL, and George can give us all of the uh, oh all Lord. of the ins and outs in uh, life in the United Football League, right? And, That's and our what head I- coach was Fossil. Oh, Jim Fossil. Yep. Oh, sure. Jim Fossil was our head coach. Oh, well, that's uh, – well, heck – People knew Jim Fossil. Uh, R.I.P. to Jim Fossil, by the way. He's George Reister. Get him on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Today's show is brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. Brooklyn has gone on a run. They now lead the Celtics. 198-746 left to go in their game one in Boston. We will tell you how that game concludes. And next... I think I may have found the perfect food. I'll tell you what it is here on Fox Sports Sunday. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. 
absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week now through May fourteenth. Get twenty five dollars tickets to over five thousand shows. That's up to seventy five percent off a summer full of your favorite artists like Twenty One Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Sunday. He's the NFL vet, George Reister. Get him on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me, Dan Beyer, on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Just a little while ago, a Boston Celtics fan was seen yelling at Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets, and I and I was able to do some lip-reading, George, and I saw a baby, and I th- believe that the fan was calling Kyrie Irving a baby. May have been some other adjectives uh, along with that. But then Kyrie Irving immediately uh, got the basketball after the inbound, scored, and gave the little uh, rubbing of the eyes baby uh, gesture towards the fan, and now he's hit another big bucket. So Brooklyn is up 5, 107 to 102. Kyrie's got 34 points with 530 <laughs> left to go in game one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it is hard to heckle a man with 34 points. <laughs> it's hard to heckle a man that is that is wetting you up right now. Listen, so, I 
And, and I'll say this, George, like I, I cheer for my pick, you know, where I picked Boston. So if you're sitting there cheering for this game, I told you earlier, I think Boston wins the series. So I'm going for Boston. The toughest part is, is to uh, to have any sympathy for a Boston fan. I, oh, I my mean, God. Yeah. Oh, just a bunch of loud mouths. And so Kyrie's getting it <laughs> yeah, from 20,000 <laughs> yeah, guys and, that I don't want to be associated with. But hey, and they are not. And, and, and it's different if it's like a poverty franchise. Yes. where You're where like but but Boston is they are literally the 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 uh, haves actually. And but if you would compare them to a college basketball team, do you do you know who Boston is? Who's that? They are UCLA basketball. <laughs> they were like they won a lot a long time ago. And then and then recently, yes, they've had some success. Like when did the Boston when when did Boston win last? Like 20, 2009? 20, 2008. The, yeah. The, yeah. The Celtics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 2008. So it's been it's been a minute, but they still do have 17 championships like UCLA. They got all the championships, but it's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the Patriots and the Red Sox. And so, yeah, it's all uh, it all kind of blends together when it comes to Boston fan. But yeah. right now, Brooklyn, uh, again, up by five. Yeah, so about five minutes to go. Hey, so, I mean, I don't know if you're expecting me after this series is over to be like I told you so but I mean but I I mean you uh, you have to know that I can be above saying I told you so right <laughs> I, can, I know you can be below it as well you're uh, right about that, that <laughs> <laughs> I, I still am not over how you treated David Gascon a few weeks ago so I, I know Dave's gonna have probably some uh you know, retaliation and easy as one. Oh two, my three, God, four. dude! We I forgot see. about that. I oh, forgot about I, that. I guarantee dude. Dave hasn't. Hey, I, I can... hey, do you know what the? Do you know what is hilarious about that? Is that the? Is that the offending party? It like it's so much easier for the offending party to get over it than than, than <laughs> I, where I'm like I forgot that even happened. Oh and he's man. like I didn't. Uh, of course. Uh, you know, I think I found the perfect food, George. Okay. Well, what the, what the is it? Some, some, some stadium food? No, no. And it's something that all of us can get and all of us can have. I think it's the fast food hash brown. Where, where, whether it be McDonald's, whether it be Chick-fil-A, whether it be a Carl's Jr. or Hardee's, whatever. I don't know if I've ever gone anywhere and had a bad fast food hash brown. Mm. And I saw a commercial today, and I'll tell you who. It was Taco Bell. And so they showed nope. they showed nope. the hash brown, and I'm like, that nope. looks amazing. Now, I have not had it, but now I may have to go have it at some point yeah. because I don't think there's ever been a time where I've been like, you know what? I'm not down with these fast food hash browns. Every stop – that you would go to or that I've been to has been magnificent. Fast food hash browns have never, ever failed me. It, 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 Yummy. It, if they're, if they're hot, they are, they are hard to ruin. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a fried potato. If you salt it <laughs> light, lightly and you don't like over fry it, it's impossible to kill. You know what I mean? Like it's literally one of the foods that you cannot really like blow. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> like it is. I mean, yes, you can do funky things to French, uh, to French fries and stuff that people are like, ah, I don't really love it. But it's hard to just blow it. 
that McDonald's oval of hash brown that you get in the morning and that nice sleeve, my goodness. Uh, yeah, there are very, very few things better. We have a ball game in Boston. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. Nets on top of the Celtics, 107 to 105 with under four minutes to go. What in the world is Kyler Murray thinking? We'll tell you next year on Fox Sports Sunday. It's fine to eat. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Down to the wire they go in Boston. Nets and Celtics in a tight one. We'll tell you how it all sorts out in game one of their best of seven series. Kevin Durant just threw up an absolute brick from the baseline from about 12 feet. But somehow it seemed to hit like the bottom of the rim, spin up, hit off the backboard, and then go in. So Brooklyn's now <laughs> up two with a minute and 12 seconds to go. Uh, yeah, it was very – it had no chance of going in on the release, but the uh, the ricocheted – uh, the ricochets allowed it to go in. Jalen Brown's got a bloody nose, uh, took an elbow, an inadvertent elbow from yes. Kyrie Irving to the nose. So right oh. now, Brooklyn up by two. Dan, and the incessant complaining about a non-foul call on that was ridiculous. Like, I'm like, stop, please, dude. It, he ran into his, he ran into Kyrie's elbow <laughs> he and he's did. like, where's the foul? Like, what? You ran into a <laughs> man did. who had he his did. elbow out and you were behind <laughs> him. He didn't even see you coming. And, and and it's like, oh, yeah, well, well, he got hit. Yeah, but like, listen, bad things happen to good people sometimes. And just because you get hit in the face does not make it a, a problem. It reminds like, come me on, of man. when I'm in the parking ramp and I'm pulling up towards a wall and I'm trying to get as close as I can. And then I hit it with my, you know, fender and I'm like, stupid wall. Like, no, the wall was just sitting there. I just tried to get my car as close as I could and ended up hitting it. Uh, Celtics scored, so now it's tied up at 111 apiece. Ones across the board as they are under one minute to go. This is Fox Sports Sunday. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores, Kyrie Irving with a three, and now a timeout on the floor. So Brooklyn is up 114 to 111 in this matchup. Hey, this was the first round series that everybody wanted to see and wanted to uh, take in. And so far, it is absolutely living up to its billing. I don't even, we, we talked about Kyrie earlier, not just about his elbow, but about the fans talking trash to him. I kind of have even forgotten the Kyrie Boston era. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't even register with me anymore. I know it's different in Boston, but I, I don't think of man Boston hates Kyrie Irving anymore. Like I've kind of moved past that aspect. Though. Oh, well, well, Boston hasn't. But but here's the thing is Kyrie is better now. Like that's the cold part is that Kyrie is better than he ever was. Like he is like this, this dude. And I know he didn't play the entire season. And there is some you know, to not having fatigue factor and all of this. But, I mean, my God, this dude is fantastic. I mean, when, when you watch him play, Dan, 
can can you possibly say that there are ten people in the NBA that are better than him? No, no, absolutely not. I've actually I'm thought, not even sure like, if I can say five people in the NBA. Yeah, are better I than I, him. I would put him like in 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 like a game of like one on one. You know, he'd be one of my first four picks. I, oh I think, yeah. Oh. Oh God! One on one on one on one, like ordinarily yeah. people, they tend to go with taller guys in one on one. You can't. I mean, he can make tough shots. You can't stay in front of him. Like it, it's a problem. Like he is an absolute problem, and he is. I mean, he's got to like if you look at the all time greatest point guards, being how clutch he is in the playoffs and has been. I mean, yes, he's had some availability problems, which I think hinders his overall, like where you can quantify him in terms of the greatest players of all time. But we're watching something special here, Dan. Like we are we are watching one of the greatest players to ever tie up shoes. Well, the Celtics were able to pull within one and then now force a stop. So Boston does have a timeout. They're down one with under 10 seconds to go, and it looks like that the Celtics are going to try to play this one out, and uh, instead they do. And Jason Tatum has just laid it in at the buzzer, and the Celtics have taken game one against the Brooklyn Nets. My goodness, George. That that was kind of – I was waiting for them to call a timeout and at no point did they call a timeout. They are going to review it. I think he got the shot off in time. But Jason Tatum, who I told you was a superstar, George. Hey, what did, and what did I say? I said he's got to be a superstar, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. He got that ball off, bro. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yes. That, on a nice spin move, everything. I mean, and Boston was chasing their tails on that possession. I think they thought the Celtics were going to call a timeout. Yeah, but that I mean, they were they were scrambling. That makes you want to throw up, dude. If you are a Brooklyn Nets fan, that makes you want to throw up because because that that is a I mean, we're talking you know who's about fault? No, go on. You know whose fault it was? And it's 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 not, but it is. In the whole chaos of matching up, Kevin Durant went out to the three-point line to guard Jason Tatum. And if you're in your car right now, what we can tell you, it wasn't a mad scramble, but Boston was moving the ball around, and it, and it looked like they were able to get the ball cross-court to Marcus Smart for an open three. Two guys went after Smart. Smart pump faked and drove. Durant is out covering Jason Tatum and then realizes that Tatum has gone back door way too late. So Tatum cuts to the basket as Smart was driving to the hoop. He finds a cutting Tatum who then takes the ball and lays it in. Kevin Durant in that whole like melee and fracas of trying to get organized did try to match up with Jason Tatum and then just lost where he was and Tatum backdoored him and got the layup. 31 points, 8 assists for Jason Tatum in this game one victory. Wow. Ew. Ew. My goodness. Ew. This if, is if if this game goes to seven seven and Boston wins, Brooklyn is gonna throw up in their mouth about this game. I mean, this was just so this is one of those losses that you go in the locker room and you just like 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 your stomach 
is in knots. This type of loss, the way the play happened, because this wasn't like a one-on-one shake them up, you know, and just and, and somebody just just hits one at, at the buzzer. No, this was mad scramble, spinning layup. Like this is the equivalent of losing on like a half court shot. This is this is and, and Kevin Durant at one point. And trying to describe this, and this is why, like, there, there's tons of pressure on Kevin Durant. Like, there is to even though they had a lot of chaos this year, he's still, again, considered the top player, one of the top players in the game. He's going to be 34 in September, so it's not like he's got another decade and a half. But Kevin Durant, at one point through all of this, actually, with under about five seconds to go, took a look up at the clock thinking that the Celtics were probably going to have to shoot the ball. That is when he lost where Jason Tatum was. And when Tatum backdoors, Durant just all of a sudden realizes and his head drops as he makes the bucket because Durant knows that it's on his shoulders. He was also 9 of 24, did not convert on an opportunity that gave the Celtics the final possession to try to go ahead. This is not a great, great day for Kevin Durant, and especially when you take the last 15 seconds, had an opportunity to to put him up four and miss the three, and then completely lost Tatum on his way to the basket. Just a bad, bad day for Kevin Durant. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That, Nine of twenty-four that would be an today. Understatement. That would be nine to twenty-four, six yeah, turnovers. Listen, I I'm not a huge fan of Trey Young. I, I I I and we'll probably talk about Trey Young at some point, if not this show, some other point. I I don't think a lot when like when Trey Young wants to be Trey Young, I don't think that's good for the Hawks. I think that's and and today he had he had he had an, a bad day. If Trey Young went nine of twenty-four with six turnovers, I would rip him. And if that's the case then you have to rip Kevin Durant, especially because Kevin Durant's the guy who lost his guy on this last possession. It, it was it, it was a bad, bad spot, and I think Kevin Durant knows it. And I expect Kevin Durant to say as much in the postgame. I think oh, he's yeah. going to take and, a lot of the blame for this loss. Yeah, and you might as well know. <laughs> what is what is what should we expect out of Kevin Durant in game two? A bleep you game two from Kevin Durant? Like that sort of game? The oh, Grim Reaper? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. The, the Slim yeah, Reaper. The, this is gonna be. I mean, he's gonna have. I mean, he. I, I would not be surprised at a fifty-point game. I would not. I mean, and I. I would bet the house on Brooklyn in game two. George is sticking to his guns. The Celtics survive again. I think this propels Boston. This could have been yeah, if. If they lose this they one, they are playing at home. They are supposed to win at home, right? They were like, they, like if if Brooklyn wins game game two, they're they're in good shape. Boston winning this game. Dave mentioned Boston had a double digit lead early in the second half of this. That would have hurt if they lost too. Yeah, yeah. And so them winning this a lot is a it's better that they won it than they obviously lost. That doesn't take a rocket scientist to say that, but. In the fashion that they did it, and I even think you know Jason Tatum had a great game, as I mentioned, thirty-one points, eight assists. But they also got twenty from Al Horford, twenty from Marcus Smart, twenty-three from Jalen Brown. So their guys contributed. Their guys did what they needed to do. Got to the free throw line. Shot pretty well from three today. Pretty good, solid effort from the Boston Celtics, and uh, escape with a one-point victory.
Yeah, Kevin Durant may be on a, on a mission in game two, but today after this game, I expect to see Durant take uh, take some of the responsibility or a lot of the responsibility for why they lost in game one. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. We'll talk Kyler Murray, Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider will join us in about five minutes. We'll talk about not only about Kyler's situation in Arizona, but also what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield. He's George Reister. Get him on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. That's next here on Fox. Fox Sports Sunday. Fox Sports. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week now through May fourteenth. Get twenty five dollars tickets to over five thousand shows. That's up to seventy five percent off a summer full of your favorite artists like Twenty One Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Sunday. He's the NFL vet, George Reister. Do you want me to say UFL vet as well? Should I put that one in there since we talked about that earlier? Nah. Nah. <laughs> oh, man. Still, some great stories. A member of the Las Vegas Locos at one time. He is George Reister. Get him on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me, Dan Beyer, on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Today's show is brought to you by one of our favorite cities, George, and that's Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, racing competition, it is always on. Whoever you root for, whatever sport you love to watch, the biggest games are even bigger in Vegas, so make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. We go to Philadelphia where our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider resides, the one and only Adam Kaplan. We can also hear on the Inside the Birds podcast and Sirius XM NFL radio. Adam joins the program again. Hello, Adam. Happy Easter. How are you? 
Guys, good to talk to you. Yeah, look, we uh, we got the Sixers who had an amazing game yesterday. The Phillies stink, and that's Philadelphia sports. Let uh, I actually do want to start with the Sixers. What sure. is the general feeling entering this playoff run, where maybe things with James Harden haven't been great, but Maxi has a huge game yesterday. Yeah. What is the temperature of the city when it comes to the Sixers entering these playoffs? Uh, they, they didn't. No one really thinks they would win it all, or even get to the 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 Eastern Conference Finals. The I think people are pretty realistic that they've been fun. Daniel started with with Harden. Yeah, he got off to a tremendous start. But I think he got tired. I don't know what kind of good, I don't know what kind of shape he's in, but um, having wow. that time off really helped them. And now Toronto's beat up physically. So Toronto was a nemesis for them in the regular season. But as we know in the NBA, these are long series. As we saw in the Boston Nets game today, anything could happen. That was a heck of a game. Yeah, and I, I've been looking at you know uh, obviously the NBA playoffs are, are are big, but 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 people are still interested in what's going on in the in the NFL, Adam. Yep. And I and I tweeted out I think about a week ago. I actually a little over a week. I said watch the situation with Debo Samuel's in San Francisco that we've seen a couple of big name wide wide receivers traded. And I was like, he's not he's not happy, and uh, he may be trying to force his way out of San Francisco as well. And people told me I was I was crazy. What's what's the truth, Adam? That puts I put it. I have this bucket called Never Say Never. With Tyreek Hill, it's just it was a complex situation. I don't know if we were together to talk about the, that one, but that one was simply that the Devontae Adams deal got done, uh, and then Hill did not sign the extension they had agreed to it verbally, and he backed out. And he was you're able to do that as long as you don't sign you don't sign the contract. And the, the Chiefs were not going to do the kind of deal that he wanted uh, that was based on the Adams deal, so they moved him. They got as much as they could. Uh, and then you've got this this deal, yeah. You could, Debo Samuel's going to want something similar to uh, what's what's going out there, uh, no question about it. Um, this one bears watching because Kyle Shanahan, like his dad Mike, these guys have a short fuse. Sometimes they don't have a lot of patience for for situations that they don't feel like they have control of. Um, if Debo holds out, remember he's he's under contract. Okay, he's on the final year of his rookie deal. If he doesn't show up to training camp, then then we've got something to talk about. Right now, it's 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 a non-starter. But if he if he pushes this situation and he decides to not show up to training camp, nothing would surprise me in terms of a trade. Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider, joining us here on Fox Sports Sunday. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Bayer. All right, let's talk about another wide receiver whose name comes up in trade talks. What about DK Metcalf and the Seahawks? Uh, he seemed to shoot that down on social yeah. media. Uh, I guess the Seahawks, in their own way and how they use their words, have shot it down. But I don't think it's been a a, a concrete shooting down of the rumors. Could DK Metcalf be dealt from the Seahawks? This one here. Here's the situation here. Yeah. First of all, Metcalf has not indicated any issues. Uh, he he wants to be a Seahawk, despite the trade of Russell Wilson. Despite them, Dan, you and I have talked about on your show here over two years of them being a run first offense. He is Metcalf has shown that he wants to stay. The Seahawks are open to extending this contract, but not right now. Uh, I believe that could happen by start a train camp, training camp in late July. The only way I think that situation would change by the draft or any other time after that is if if Metcalf changes mind and, and has to be out. Because the Seahawks, look, they, they in the end, that situation with Russell Wilson took its course. They, they, they try to blame him. That's kind of who they put the finger at, and that's fine. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, 
that situation been brewing for two years with, with, with Wilson, where there's really no there's no issue going on between Metcalf and the team. What's happened is, as I'm told, multiple teams have called, and the Seahawks are really not listening right now. Certainly, things could change, uh, but right now there's nothing on the horizon that would say that would. Yeah, and yeah, th- these are very obviously very complex situ- situations, and teams are starting to react to it differently. But how much do you think that some of these trades are based upon availability in the draft of what of what's available with so many wideouts and you know and positional value? But see, George, here, let's go to Tyreek Hill, for instance. All right, there's no one even remotely close to Tyreek Hill and talent. See, that's the thing with that trade. The, Chief, the Chiefs got good value, no question about it. And they cleared up a lot of money under the cap, which they could use. But it's like, okay, what's your recourse? Well, yeah, it's deep. But they're the, the word around the league is I've talked to a bunch of receiver coaches. There are not a lot of elite receivers in this draft. There are a lot of good, very good ones. There's nobody. There are no game-changing wide receivers for this draft. There are a lot of good ones. There are a lot of talented ones. There's guys with size. Uh, guys could run. But there's no one even remotely close to Tyreek Hill. And that's the problem. Like you, teams now are feeling like they can make more trades than ever. But it's like wh- if you're moving somebody, what are you getting? What are you? What are you going to get to replace that player? And that's what the Chiefs are going to learn in this draft. We know they're going to draft a receiver. That's not in question. And it's like with the Packers. Okay, yes, Devontae Adams is not a speed guy, but a great football player. They're, now they have to add two or three receivers. Right now they can't line up. They just they they're barren at the receiver position. But it's who you're going to get. That's the issue. Adam Kaplan joining us here on Fox Sports Radio talking about the NFL. Get him on Twitter at KaplanNFL. Is it just because of how we view the wide receiver position when it comes to Super Bowl champions? And, I, and now you have Cooper Cup, who's on a Super Bowl winning team, who had one of the best seasons statistically. But is that the reason, Adam, that, that we're, we're seeing these names? Because, I mean, I just remember for years in doing this job, we always point out to what big-name wide receiver has gone on to win a Super Bowl. Is that still the thinking of why these guys could be expendable? Well, it's it's all situational. It just depends. Look, okay. look the Chiefs, folks, first of all, the Chiefs absolutely did not want to trade Tyreek Hill. He, remember, they thought they had a deal, and he backed out. He and his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, which you're allowed to do as long as you don't sign the contract. Sure. So they wanted him back. There was never any question. Seahawks don't want to trade uh, DK Metcalf. He just doesn't have his extension yet. He's on the final year's rookie deal. It's all situational. It just depends on the situation. But it is deeper, though. I'll go back to what George said. It is a super – the receiver position is deeper than it's ever been. It, you could definitely get some starters in the third round. That's how deep it is. A bunch of them, by the way, are coming off some, some significant injuries, whether it's ACL reconstruction, broken foot, or what have you. But it's, just, it's deep, but there are just not a lot of elite receivers. Garrett Wilson, by the way, for Ohio State, is the best-rated receiver, I'm told, for this draft. Mm. And – and Adam, now we have heard a lot of talk and, you know, information about, you know, who's going to be the number one overall pick and how are they valuing players, whether it's going to be Aiden Hutchinson, Evan Neal, Thibodeau, Walker, you know, or or even so much as Sauce, Sauce Gardner. Like, yeah. who do you think ends up at like in those top three to five spots? All right, George, the best player for this draft, based on the information I have, is Sauce Gardner in the corner from Cincinnati. He is the cleanest prospect in terms of tape study, talent, best at his position, and he walks in one. Whoever drafts him, 
he walks in as a starter day one. There's no, there's no debate. Everybody knows that who, who knows the player. I mean, he's just a great prospect. Hutchinson, I still believe, and I felt this for a couple months, will be the first player picked overall. There's always, there's always unfounded Internet speculation. I just I ignore it. Nobody. Most of these so-called draft experts, they don't have any access to teams. They're just guessing. Um, this year, Hutchinson's been that guy all along. I, I, look, anything could happen. But Gardner, Sauce Gardner's the best player for this draft. That's kind of where we're at here. It doesn't mean he'll be the first player. It just means that the Jaguars, who, who have a lot of needs, uh, they, they don't need a tackle. By the way, they don't. Evan Neal would. I mean, Neal cannot be the. I mean, I'd be shocked if he's the pick over all that. To me, if you're gonna, if 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 you're the Jaguars and they're they need a lot of help, and they're a great cap position and they've got a lot of picks, they could also trade down. But you've got a new, you've got a, a revamped defense here. You've got a new coaching staff. They need a lot of talent. Hutchinson, by the way, it's really been the consensus number one pick. Walker, by the way, has got a great versatility. D lineman from Georgia. Adam Kaplan joining us here on Fox Sports Sunday. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. Last one for me. What is transpiring in Arizona with <laughs> Kyler Murray and the Cardinals? Because I, I have a theory. I, I was going to give it on the show, and the Nets and Celtics ended up uh, becoming a, a classic yeah. game, so we didn't get to it. But I, I, it, it doesn't make sense that, Kyrie, uh, that, that Kyler Murray would want money now, considering I think that the longer that he would wait, the more he's going to get paid. What is, what's the rub going on between these two sides? Well, because of, of all these contracts getting done, and now he's eligible. Remember, he's played three years, so he could have his contract extended. Yeah, he'd like to get one, and the the Cardinals, as I'm told, they were, their preference was to not do a deal this year. We'll see. If he doesn't show up to training camp, then this thing could get real. I, I've always said it's all about training camp. All the talk, all the chatter, and the offseason yeah. means nothing until he gets to training camp because the fines are pretty significant. When George played, the fines were different. Now they're more punitive in the latest CBA. So if he doesn't show up to training camp, then you've got a story. And by the way, let, let's – I mean, it – when you look at the situation with the head coach who got his, his contract extended, the reason why Kyler Murray was drafted was for one reason. Cliff Kingsbury wanted him because he ran the same scheme in college that they're running now, and that's and he recruited Murray. So they go back a long time, and that's why he's there, and that's, this is his guy. So uh, I, it's highly unlikely he'd be traded. And the other thing is, when you look at his skill set, you know you have to ask yourself this: Who would want him uh, based on the way that he plays? It's it's kind of he's perfect for their scheme. Uh, that's why they drafted him, and I don't expect anything to happen. Now, and we have seen, you know, people choose, you know, coaches or players in in situations, and the team that you kind of cover the most really would, would, would be with your podcast, Inside the Birds, is the Philadelphia Eagles. And Jalen Hurts, it seems to be progressing, but then the Eagles traded back, to well trade it out of one of their three first round picks and then got some picks for next year and the year after. How much of this is the Eagles saying, listen, we still like Jalen Hurts and we want to give him one more season to to develop, but then keep this in the back end if we want to trade up and get a one of one of these top ten picks for next year to get a quarterback. Yeah, so George, in that trade that they made with the Saints, the Eagles had three first-round picks. They now have two. They have an extra one next year, so they have two this year, two next year. So they've got the flexibility. They did have Matt Corral, the Mississippi quarterback, who should go in the top 40, probably first-round pick. Uh, the other issue, he would go in the middle of the first round. This is not a good quarterback draft. 
Uh, the Eagles all along wanted to get Watson or Russell Wilson. Both have had no trade clauses. Uh, the Eagles were not a preferred destination for either quarterback, so uh, the Eagles are out of that uh, acquisition. So, yeah, that's why they're going with Hurts. That's the reason. It's The bottom line is they're not in love with Hurts. They like him personally a lot, but he's got to be much better. If they know that. He, I mean, the game against the Bucks is not very good. His tape was up and down, but the thing about Hurts is, and this will help him, being, being in the same offense two years in a row, which he's really done in his football playing career going back to high school. And that's their hope with, with the coaches back and the offense the same. The hope is that they'll expand the passing game a little bit more. He's Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. Find him on Twitter, at KaplanNFL. And I think we've officially entered the time of don't believe anything you read now with the NFL draft. Less it's than rumor central, away. man. So, but I will say this. We'll talk about this next week. I believe there will be some trades during the draft, though. All right, good. Spice it up. Adam, thanks again. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys, thanks. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Sunday. George back in the hot seat. And easy is one, two, three, four. After David Gascon gives us the latest of what's happening on this Easter Sunday. What's going on, Dave? Dan, what do you got as as your Iowa big board? Who's getting drafted from the Hawkeyes? I'm curious. (laughs) Well, uh, little Tyler Linderbaum, you think? What uh, What about Sergeant? Uh, I sure, well, yeah, absolutely. I think he was drafted last year, Dave. <laughs> yeah, yes, Makai Sargent to the. Uh, who it is? Is, is that? Can't remember who he got drafted. Got? Oh, uh, yeah, I can't remember the team, but he got drafted last year, I believe. For the record, try. Dan, I, I did tell you that um, I confide in you every year during college football that I'm a part of a college fantasy football league. Yes, and um, yeah, your boys from Ohio State, Gert Wilson and Chris Olave torched me uh it was like week in and week out because i would take the one and the other would go off and then i'd take the other one and the other one would go off can can i tell you what my biggest gripe is about this nfl draft and i know i know that it's it's more to it you want more linemen in this thing no one more hog jamison williams couldn't beat out alave or wilson yeah or really jackson smith and jigba in in the in the in the last year that he was there Mm -hmm. for playing time Yet he goes to Alabama, blows his knee out in the national championship game, and people are still like, "Man, Williams is the guy." Like, wait, what? Like, what are we? What are we missing here? And it's nothing personal against it, but not only could he not beat out the other two guys, yeah. he's coming off of an ACL injury. <laughs> like, it does. It makes zero sense to me. Zero. Watch. Uh, speaking zero. of making zero sense, watch Jacksonville go take a running back. <laughs> That's with Travis Etienne coming off of a season-ending head surgery. Um, yeah, it's, uh, Iowa Sam, you are right. He uh, well, he went undrafted. Okay, Sergeant. He signed year. with who? Though? Jacksonville. Right. That's right. Yeah, Dan. Okay. If you don't know, I took a vow to no longer trash the great state of Iowa. Uh, <laughs> Sam and I had a candlelit drink the other night, and uh, I promised him. Very, very nice of you. Oh, yes. speaking, speaking of. Uh, of you know of holding grudges are you still <laughs> are you still upset about what exactly okay cool thank you what i didn't do anything wrong did i i i just know linderbaum is there a lot when i do the seahawk mock draft simulators yeah. <laughs> and so and they've they've needed a they need you know a center and so i've had him mocked at the seahawks in various drafts are you just hoping the team gets rid of jamal adams <laughs> 
No, they're stuck with him. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just hoping that, that the play improves. Yeah. That's <laughs> Especially all. Especially in coverage. Yes. <laughs> Guys, uh, you were here throughout the entire show with Boston and Brooklyn going right down the wire. It was uh, as good as advertised, as they would say. They went in the closing seconds. Eight seconds. Kick out. Left side. Smart up picks. Finds the cutter. Tatum spins. Leaves it up and in to beat the buzzer. It's over. It's over. The Celtics have won the ball game at the buzzer. Jason Tatum was the hero, 31 points. In fact, for Boston, they win this game 115-114. to 114. Four of the five starters were in double-digit scoring, and those five, four of them scored 20 points. Jason Tatum with the 31. Kyrie Irving in a losing cause. Guys, don't forget, no food, no liquid. Observing Ramadan, 39 points, 12 of 20 in 42 minutes worth of action. Kevin Durant, 9 of 24. is an expensive day for him. 23 points in a losing cause. Miami, 115, 91 over Atlanta. And the other game that's going on right now, it's the third game of the four tonight. Uh, you're going to get Chicago and Milwaukee. They're tipping off in about five minutes from now. That game's on TNT. Back to you guys. Thank you very much, Dave. Don't go far. He'll be a lifeline to George. As George is in the hot seat again for easy as one, two, three, four. George's goal is to get a perfect score of 10 on the four topics I give him. Doesn't have to give me all of the correct answers. Just has to give me some of them. George, are you ready to play? Absolutely. Strike up the band. Iowa Sam and Ryan Bersinger, our executive producer, also serve as lifelines to George. Can help him along the way at any point in the game that George needs. Let's start out, George, naming one of two Western Conference playoff teams that have won an NBA title. Yes, in the field of the eight playoff teams in the West, just two teams have won an NBA title in their history. Name one of two. In their history? Yes. Oh, my God. It's the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks. All right. I just need one of them. What's your your final answer going to be? The Golden State Warriors. All right. Show me the Golden State Warriors. That is correct, and you are correct. The Dallas Mavericks, the others. But if you go down the list, none for the Pelicans, none none for the Jazz. Suns looking for their first title. Grizzlies and Timberwolves looking for their first. I'm sure I'm leaving someone out. Nuggets, I don't know if I mentioned them, but uh, yes, Golden State and Dallas with the NBA titles. All right, off and running. Now things may get a little difficult. George named two of the three teams that won a USFL title in the 1980s. Yes, the USFL is back, but we are going to rewind to the 1980s. Name two of the three teams that won a USFL title. Okay. There were three championships given out. Oh, my God. Uh, Can I? Can I? Okay. Here's the the question, Dan. Can I give you the cities that the teams were listed in? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because I don't remember. Absolutely. That that is fine with me. I will say I know that I remember that the Philadelphia team was supposed to be good. And oh my God. All right, I got I got a call for a lifeline and I'm gonna go with David Gascon on this one. I'm gonna give him the chance to redeem himself. (laughs) Uh I'm gonna say Man, I'm gonna go New Jersey. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't I hate trust this question, Dad. <laughs> I don't trust you. So, so I don't. I don't know whether to trust him or not trust him. I don't know if I can trust me either. All right. I don't know, man. That's... Maybe. 
So these seasons were in 1983, 1984, and 1985. All right, I'm going to go with Philadelphia, and I don't even remember all the cities that the other teams were were, were in, but that <laughs> one sticks out. So I got to okay. go Philadelphia, and I have no idea where else. You want to take Dave's Generals? Is that what you want to take? Sure, why not? All right, <laughs> yeah. show me Philadelphia. Nice. The Philadelphia Stars were your USFL champions in 1984. And is it the New Jersey Generals? Sorry, man. It is not. Right, uh, hey, hey, at least, dude, at least you gave me a viable answer. Like, <laughs> he did. He did. And here's like, the I tricky. couldn't even think of another city just yeah. coming out of my brain yeah. that well, quick. I thought maybe you watched last uh, or watched today the Michigan Panthers Michigan. playing. Michigan Panthers won the first USFL title by beating the Philadelphia Stars. So Michigan Panthers were another one. Damn. And here's the tricky part: the Baltimore Stars won in 1985 as the Philadelphia what? Stars moved to Baltimore. So oh, okay. it was the Baltimore Stars in 1985. George, you are two for three so far. Let's hit this one up. Name three of four NBA teams where their state is represented in their team name. Now, Oklahoma City does not count in this one because Oklahoma City is a city. So I will give you that one. So it's sorting it out. The other 29 teams Name three of the four NBA teams where their state is represented in their team name. So, and you said Oklahoma City does not count. Correct. Yeah, it's Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Even though Oklahoma's in, we aren't considering uh, that one. The state. Okay. I'm going to go with. And their state is represented. Hold on. I, I, don't, I, I guess I don't understand the question. Okay. So, um, just, you know, even though Oklahoma, if they were the Oklahoma Thunder, it would have worked. But they're the Oklahoma City Thunder because it's Oklahoma City. So it's named after the city, just like, I don't know, like the uh, Milwaukee Bucks who are playing right now. Milwaukee is that the, the name of the state. Do you do you other guys understand the question? Yes. Can you, OK. Yeah. Ryan Bershinger, David Gascon, Iowa Sam. You could serve as a lifeline to George if you want. Okay, I, I don't understand the uh, question, so I'm going to go with Ryan, Ryan, Mr. Ryan Bershinger. So it would be the New York Knicks, the Indiana Pacers, and the um, – oh, shoot, why am I blanking on the uh, – the Minnesota Timberwolves. There you go. There we go. Oh, okay, I get it now. And I'm going to go with all three of those. All right, show me the Indiana Pacers. All right, there it is. Show me the Minnesota Timberwolves. And show me the New York Knicks. That is correct. There you go. Utah Jazz also. There we go. And the other thing about it was the Washington Wizards, obviously there's a state of Washington, but they're not the Washington Wizards because of it. They're in Washington, D.C. That's why their state represented, no matter what, three out of – yeah, you got all three of them there. So now five of six right now for George in easy is one, two, three, four. He's doing better than the Bulls are doing, who are down early nine <laughs> to the Bucks. It <laughs> is Fox they are Sports Sunday. Swept. Oh, the completion of this game next year on Fox Sports Radio. 
Fox Sports Sun. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshot to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Today, I'm Dan Byer. He's George Reister, the NFL vet. We are smack dab in the middle of our game of easy as one, two, three, four. Actually, we're not even smack dab in the middle. We're like three quarters of the way through. There's one question left. George, a perfect score is off the board, but you can get nine of ten if you answer this last question correctly with all four of the answers that I am looking for. Are you ready to go? Yes, sir. All right. Sounds like it with the big yawn. I yawn when I'm nervous. Maybe that's what it is for George Reister. Maybe he has nerves in trying to get nine out of ten. Uh, Bucks, by the way, up 11 early on the Bulls in their game one in the <sighs> East. George named Dude, Giannis four. is such a cheat code, first thing. He's <laughs> insane. He is. He is. It, it's uh, it, no, he is. He is absolutely. He's got a pretty good team around him, but he is absolutely a cheat code. All right, George, name four of five single digit uniform numbers that aren't retired by the Boston Celtics. Oh, my so, God. So there are there are five single digit jerseys that are not retired. The other ones are name four of them. Give me the numbers of the f- of four of the single-digit jersey numbers that aren't retired by the Celtics. Okay, so 
I know that Dennis Johnson is retired. He was number three. Kevin Garnett was four. I'm sorry, five. Uh, their greatest player, I guess, of all time was uh, Bill Russell, who was number six. Um, Bob Cousy was 14. Uh, well, actually, only single digits. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, and Red Auerbach was number two. Um, so I'm going to go. <sighs> you got lifelines available. Okay. All right. All right. Who do, who do, who do I still have? You got all of them if you have want. Left. All right. Yeah. Iowa Sam. What do I, you, you listen, you're rattling off stuff. I'm just like, yeah, George sounds right. I have nothing to offer you. I okay. don't know. I have no R- idea. Ryan Bershinger. Uh, Jason Tatum is number zero. So that, that should help. Oh, but yes. is zero a number. Yes, zero is a well, number. Yes. All right, and, not. And and how about David Gascon? Do you have anything to add? What did you have to say, George? What was your first one? I, I so I know that two, three, five, and six yeah. are retired for sure. So zero, zero and nine. Okay, okay, zero, nine, eight. And seven. I'm going to go there. All right. Those are your final answers, George? Zero. (laughs) Yes. Show me zero. Nice. Worn by Jason Tatum. Correct. Yes. Good job, Ryan Bershinger. Good job, Ryan. Zero. All right. Thank you. Show me number seven. Worn by Jalen Brown right now. Very, very good. thought about that one. All right. Show me number eight. Yes. Not in the rafters yet in Boston. And finally, for nine points, show me number nine. Nine. There it is. Derek All White right. wearing number nine. Woo! There were two hey, ways you could go with it. I you literally know. went with players who are on the floor right now. <laughs> we're on the floor today. You could do it the retired way, or you could go with the guys who are actually wearing the numbers. <laughs> Good job. A score of nine out of ten for George Reister. Get him on Twitter at George Reister. Get me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. NBA playoffs next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. A happy Easter to you and yours. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We've got you covered when it comes to the NBA. Here, David Gascon giving you the latest of what's happening in Milwaukee. George, I don't know if you realize this or not, but all four of the Eastern Conference playoff series are actually divisional matchups. So we Ooh. joke about how nobody cares about divisions anymore, and we've actually thrown that question as easy as one, two, three, four. But when you have a regional rivalry like you could have here with Milwaukee and Chicago, I think it adds a little bit more intrigue to these to these playoffs. I I, I, uh, I don't think that this is something that the NBA would go to like the NHL has. Uh, they don't go all the way, but they do have divisional opponents meeting in the uh, in some of the first round matchups. But I do find it intriguing a little bit that you've got some divisional uh, showdowns, uh, at least in the Eastern Conference, where all four of them are of, of teams against uh, someone else in their own division. Yeah, that's a little factoid. I know, I know. You, where did you come up with, with, with well, that? What, Where'd you read this that? This is one how it came there? about because the Bucks and Bulls are actually. I don't think that the Bulls consider the Bucks a rival because of the Bulls' dominance in the '90s, and the Bradley Center would be 
I think most arenas when the Bulls came to town were full of Bulls fans and half of them uh, you know, were full of fans and half of them were Bulls fans even when the Bulls were on the road. You get that. You get that in Milwaukee when the Cubs come to uh, now American Family Field and when they face the Brewers, you get a lot of Cubs fans there. But when the Bulls used to come to Milwaukee, there'd be a lot of Bulls fans. And I'm sure that there's probably a decent amount of Bulls fans at this game today, but it just makes it maybe a little bit more important for the Bucks because of a rival like this, or it just makes it a little bit more intriguing. And that's why it stood out to me. Cause then I wanted to go look around and I'm like, wait a second, you got the heat and the Hawks. They're in the Southeast division. So they're division rivals. And I know the Celtics and Nets were in the same division. Then you had the Raptors and Sixers as well. So that's, that's kind of where it started, but it was basically because I thought there'd be a little bit more juice in this series because it's Milwaukee against Chicago. That's why. Listen, there's no juice in this series because Chicago can't beat anybody <laughs> with a one or a two or a three in front of all the entire season. So yeah, so this this ser- this series is going to be a layup. That's probably why you weren't. I mean, like this Milwaukee Bucks team is really good, and you've already seen that Giannis is going full playoff mode. This dude is. I I, I think he's the most unstoppable force in the NBA right now. Who do you think is the most overrated force in the NBA, at least in these playoffs? Who aren't you a believer in that people seem to be a believer in? Uh, James Harden. I knew it. <laughs> I, I knew it. And rightfully so, but James Harden gets the benefit of the doubt that every single postseason you say, all right, now's the time for Harden. Uh, maybe you've gotten to the point where you just don't believe anymore and you're like, there is going to be no time because that's who he is. But I do yeah. think that many think that Harden, uh, that they give Harden the benefit of the doubt to be like, this is the time that he figures it out. No, it's not <laughs> because he's out of shape still. Like he's still doing things like coming in the season out of shape. Why on earth would I believe that anything is going to be different when he does the exact same, same things until he does something dramatically different. I'm going to believe that you are going to get the same results. He has proven time and time again, that he's not clutch. He has proven time and time again, that that he's not in terms of that that he won't do the requisite things that are hard to to get a championship. So until he decides that he wants to do those things, I am going to use the past as the best predictor of the future and say that he will not be getting a championship. It is pretty amazing when you think of that Thunder team that a decade ago made it to the NBA Finals. But for as much as we criticize Russell Westbrook, it's the same thing with Harden, right? Yep. The guys that they don't – well, this is what I'll say. It's not match for match. But it is, I'm going to play my game and you better deal with it. Right? Yeah. Isn't that kind of like the – like Russell Westbrook's in a lot better shape than James Harden is. But it's seemingly guys who are unwilling to – uh, bend or alter their style of play for well, the team because they want to be who they are. Yes, but when it comes to Harden, though, right, is one of the things that Chris Paul and and even Russell Westbrook dealt with when they both played with him that was frustrating for them was the fact that this dude would be late to film sessions, that he would do things that weren't 
championship caliber and they knew it. So I'm not going to sit, sit here and say that, you know, that at least Russell Westbrook, one of the things I've always appreciated is that he plays hard. He's a professional that you can be proud of what you're going to get out of him on a day in and day out basis. Like there, like there's nothing to hang your head about. If you are a fan, there's nothing that you're going to be like, Oh man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I could be proud of this. No, you can be proud of this on a day in and day out basis on his efforts. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and you know that, and if you can actually convince him, right. And I believe that had, that had the Lakers had a better season and hadn't had the injuries that they would have been able to convince him like, bro, stop shooting somebody sh- like calm, calm down. We will be okay. But I think that he felt in, you know, a responsibility to try and press and get wins mm-hmm. and all of that. And that wasn't necessary in the case. This is this is kind of like the conversation. And for those that weren't listening earlier, George and I were talking about Ben Simmons as well. And I would say the most overrated player in the NBA playoffs is Ben Simmons, but he's not playing in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. But this is this is this is the part of it. Like we talk about Ben Simmons, and we know that the offensive game isn't there. So we say if he could just go out there and play defense and rebound and do those sort of things, he's going to be a help. And I think that you could say that with Russell Westbrook and just say Russell Westbrook goes out, uh, attacks the basket, uh, dishes the basketball, uh, plays defense. He's going to help the Lakers out. But he would try to take over the games with his jump shots or would take too many jump shots or just, I guess, the easiest way of saying had to get his. And that was the problem. Like, he still had to get his when that's not what the Lakers needed. And I think that's – I think I think that there's there could be connections, maybe not absolute parallels, but even just to, to Ben Simmons in that matter in terms of delivering what you can for the team and what really should be there. And Russell Westbrook probably could have delivered stuff to the Lakers that could have helped him, but in the end, he had to get his, and that helped derail their season. That is a fact. <laughs> and, that and, is and, a fact. And, and so, so the other player that I'm going to say, because I always feel that this player has to get his, and I'm not on a crusade to shoot down Trey Young, but I think Trey Young gets so many passes in this league, free passes on his style of play. And I, it, what, what struck me the other day, George, was there was a, you know, Trey Young leads you know, Hawks past Hornets, you know, into, you know, playoff game in Cleveland. You know, it was after they beat the Hornets was the game. And Trey Young went 8 of 24. And 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 to me, that wasn't that wasn't a Trey Young sort of game for him to go 24. Now Trey Young was magnificent in the second half against the Cleveland Cavaliers in eliminating them. But today, as David Gascon mentioned in the game against the Miami Heat, maybe the Hawks just ran on fumes, maybe the Heat have their number, but Trey Young went one of twelve and was 0-7 from three-point range. Had a total of eight points in six turnovers. That is not good. And when no. you look back at what happened last season, this was a team that made it to the NBA or to the Eastern Conference Finals. And here the Hawks had to battle just to get into the play-in tournament, and then they had to win their two play-in games to even get into the bracket. Like the step back that the Hawks had this year, it's not talked about much because we don't talk a lot about the Atlanta Hawks, but 
whenever Trey Young does something awesome or shoots a 37-footer, we're like, Trey Young. And I'm seeing tweets, transcendent, different player. And I just don't think that when when Trey Young scores 30, I don't think it's good for the Hawks. When Trey Young scores 25, I think it's very good for the Hawks. Other guys are involved, but I, I so when we talk about overrated, I feel like we're on this fast track of trying to move Trey Young into the superstardom. When in reality, I don't know how he's making his team better when he tries to be a superstar. Mm. Mm. I listen. I I don't think he try. Like I think that there is an element of try to be a superstar, but 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 some of it you just are or you're not, right? Like that, that is Jason Tatum trying to be a superstar or he's just that damn good. And, and it mm-hmm. just so, and it just so happens like, yeah. like, like he was calling for the ball at the very end of the game and they didn't pass it to him. And then he still found a way to get in a position to take the last shot. And I think that that's what superstars do. And I think that this is a prime example of a guy turning from a star into a potential superstar right in front of our face. I just, I, 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 I felt it was a matter of time. I don't know if it was going to be game one, but that you're going to get these games. I don't mind that Trey Young shimmies after he hits a 35-footer. What I do mind is I think that's why he shoots the 35-footer, because he wants to shimmy. And it, I, I have no problem when Steph Curry does it, but I think that Steph Curry's baskets are more effective to what Golden State does as a team as opposed to Trey Young. Like It almost seems like Steph's are even just kind of within the offense. And I don't know if Atlanta's are. And and so I just the 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 Trey Young love to me is just to me it's just a little bit over the it's a lot over the top. What am I talking about? Because when Trey Young is at its his best, it's not when he's got the thirty to thirty five points and he's doing his his thing. The Hawks aren't gonna go very far if he continues to do that. But if everybody else gets involved and they've got a decent roster, and again they made it to the Easter Conference Finals last year. When he plays within for what they do, they're a lot better. And I think we miss that because we so want to anoint people stars and superstars. Yeah. So I, yeah. I just, you knew there was going to be a stinker against the Hawks or against the Heat. Hopefully for the Hawks fans, he got it out of the way in game one, but one of 12 and 0 of 7 from behind the, the, the three point line for eight points is not how you do it. But nobody's talking about that because all we'll be doing is talking about the Nets and Celtics. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. Bucks up 11 early in the second quarter on the Bulls in their game one. Today's show brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. What is next for Baker Mayfield? George Reister has a plan. That's next here on Fox Sports Sunday. Fox Sports Sunday. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sunday on this Easter Sunday, welcome aboard. Glad to have you with us hanging out. George Reister, get him on Twitter, at George Reister. He's with me, Dan Beyer. Find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. NBA playoffs going on as we speak. Bucks and Bulls playing in Milwaukee right now. Bucks up 10 in that game as they near the midway point of the second quarter. David Gascon will give us more details, not only of what's happening in the Brew City, but also what happened earlier today in the NBA playoffs. Today's show is brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. No one does sports like Vegas. And the excitement is endless, so make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. The NFL Draft will be in Las Vegas in less than two weeks. Uh, the names of the future NFL pros will be announced, and quarterbacks will be finding homes. There's some talk that the Detroit Lions uh, had a visit with Kenny Pickett of uh, Pitt and that the Lions could be in the market for a quarterback. I don't think that's a huge surprise, George, but I've always felt that the Lions maybe should be it on the Baker Mayfield situation with Cleveland. I, I just I think that it I, I think that it's a lower risk uh, opportunity that could really pay off well How? for both teams. Well, I just think that the the nature of what Dan Campbell's program is in Detroit, um, chip on your shoulder high-energy guys, you know, bite-your-kneecap-off guys. I think Baker Mayfield could be a bite-your-kneecap-off guy. Now, I don't know if oh, he's a uh, hit receiver, wide-open, 20-yards-downfield guy, but after he has his shoulder surgery or that he had his shoulder surgery and recovers, I think it would be an opportunity to inject even more life into that organization and see if Baker Mayfield is a possibility, Mike Florida. But how do you football. get him on the field that, is, the, is, the, is, the, is the question. I mean, we are we are uh, Baker Mayfield and Jared Goff are like the Spider Man's point pointing at each other, and and I would probably take I, Jared Goff 
over Baker Mayfield. Another Are you Jared me? Goff fan club member, George Reister, a member since 2017. Again, who has continually said that uh, Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford were the uh, same guy for the Rams. No, I and, did not say and, that. Uh, Stop trying. To, you know what? Stop Let's trying go to the to jury. Turn. Let's go to the jury. Let's go to our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger. Who is right in this? Uh, Ryan, your voice is not the only voice. David Gascon and Iowa Sam's opinion will be as well. But did George Reister uh, say that Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford were practically the same guy all football season? He said, I, I don't want to say he did not say that. He kind of did imply that. I, what, I, what my exact one quote juror. was, okay. I said, I said that, I said that, that I wondered how much better that the Rams were going to be with Matthew Stafford than with, with Jared Goff. I said that they had to win the championship to be a better, for that trade to be, Which to is have absurd. been worth it. Which is absurd because the responsibilities of both quarterbacks were were uh, different during that run, but that's okay. David Gascon, uh, who who uh, did George uh, say that, or did or is his uh, characterization of the event? It was it was along the lines, and I I can't paraphrase it uh, that well, but I will say that you had mentioned um, if the Rams do not win the Super Bowl this season, they did not win the Matthew Stafford Jared Goff trade. So it didn't matter if Stafford would have thrown for six thousand yards and fifty five touchdowns, but he wasn't going to do that. It doesn't matter. He He, I mean, he was one of the best passers in the National Football League. So if his defense was surrendering thirty points a game, you would have thought that was bad job by the Rams, and they lost the trade. No, ab- absolutely not. <laughs> See, I was Sam. Or you, there has to be some this? nuance in what you guys are talking about. Good God! <laughs> I just here's the funny thing, and I'm sorry, Sam. I'll let it's you say a, your no. Piece. It's okay. I've tried to bring nuance to this conversation for 18 weeks during the NFL's regular season, but you weren't having nuance. Now you want to bring nuance to all of this, and and I, I just don't. I think it's a, a little too late. Iowa Sam, where where did George? What did George say about Stafford and Goff throughout the NFL season? See, I can't remember exactly what what uh, George said, but I remember Dave harping on it so much that. <laughs> That it had to have been said. Exactly. Have dude, dude, uh, he, he's harped on like it so much. It's so baffling, George. Like, I just, <laughs> it, it's so weird. Like, the, you're going to tell me the Denver Broncos did not win the Russell Wilson trade unless they win a, a get to the postseason? What? I mean, I, like, that's, that's like what you were comparing. Like, Russell Wilson to Drew Locke and company, Matthew no, no, Stafford no, no, to Jared no, Goff. No, that's no, like no, a Ferrari no. versus I, I will, Honda. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. I will actually go along with what you just said that that the Seattle Seahawks won that trade if the Denver Broncos do not go to the playoffs. Oh come on man. Go to the playoffs? To- That's the bare minimum. What are you talking about? Like if if you trade all of those picks for a quarterback like Russell Wilson, if you don't go to the playoffs, it's a failure. I like how do you not see that? Well, easy. What happens if Russell Wilson gets hurt and he's done? No, with the I'm season? talking about if Russell Wilson is healthier, obviously. Well, and, and what happens if they have a god awful defense? If Russell, if is, is there anybody else who who has a microphone? That would that would say that if the Denver that if Russell Wilson plays all 17 games and the Broncos miss the playoffs, that that's an absolute failure. And Seattle got the better of the trade. 
I, I think I, I will say the first part. I will say that it is an absolute failure. I think that they are independent of each other yeah. on who. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so if so, so, so if Russell Wilson, if he does not make the playoffs, why? If if he's in Denver, you know, for six years and they make the but, playoffs one time and don't win a championship, who who won who won that trade? Oh, I mean, well. Depends what the Seahawks are at. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> oh, my exactly. Lord. Okay. But th- no, but, no, but the point is, is that Denver did not bring him in to just make the playoffs. That's the point. Years. Yes. That's Correct. the point. That's if, where that, you if, need to th- stop. That if That's, Denver doesn't yes. go to the playoffs, then then what did you trade it for? You could have kept Drew Locke and drafted a, a quarterback that may have gotten you and other players that may have made you a, a playoff c- contender. Yeah. Well, the That's Seahawks, what Russell Wilson is supposed to do. Sure. The Seahawks could draft me at number nine. Uh, we could, by the way, it's not out of the realm of possibility considering some of their first-round picks at times. But there is a separate point of doing the trade and then having Seattle cash in on what they did with that. I think that Correct. there are two different things to that. But, yeah, you didn't bring – I would even argue you didn't bring Russell Wilson in just to make the playoffs. You Thank brought him you. in to win championships. Now – I will say this, that I do believe that Denver will be better offensively, which yes. I think the Rams were as well. Um, but I, I don't think that – that there, there's no benchmark that Russell Wilson needs to match because Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater didn't set one, not, nor should he, even if they did. And that was the thing about the Rams and Goff was Goff's great season wasn't the Super Bowl season. It was the season before. And the Rams were, were, were basically going on fumes that offense seemingly was Todd Gurley was breaking down Goff wasn't the same in the year that they actually did go to the Super Bowl so when you talk about like did the Rams did he need to get to a Super Bowl well yeah Jared Goff was the quarterback but I don't know if they were in the Super Bowl because of Jared Goff and that's where this whole this whole conversation came now to bring it back to the Lions and Baker Mayfield, because I do want to get your thoughts on Baker Mayfield and what would be best for him. The point about golf against Baker Mayfield in Detroit is this, is I still think that you have to realize that Baker Mayfield was injured last year in dealing with a shoulder injury, and it is a long process, and maybe it's going to be unfair for him that he isn't going to be healthy until June or July and may not get everything that he needs from whatever team he's going to play on. But I don't think that you could sit there and say that Goff is better than Baker Mayfield just for the simple fact. No, 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 I'm not. No, no, go on. Finish. finish No, I was going to say of of in the situation where the Lions are like Goff coming off of last season. And I'm not talking about four years ago, Jared Goff or five years ago. I'm talking about the Jared Goff. Now, I believe that a healthy Baker Mayfield would be a better situation for Denver or for Detroit than for what they have right now with Jared. Okay, so. Okay, so so now let's let's walk through how this actually plays plays out. If you are the Detroit Lions and you bring in, are you are you talking about dump, uh, dumping Jared Goff or keeping Jared Goff on the roster and having a, a quarterback? I, I honestly wouldn't care either way. Because okay, I would have Baker be my starter. Okay, that's. So, but but thing is, you can't just give Baker Mayfield the starting job. He is not proven throughout his career that he can be a top tier quarterback. So so that so that means that you have to have 
a quarterback comp- competition, right? And the problem is, it is quarterback math. If you have quarterback math, one plus one equals what, Dan? Two. No, one plus one equals zero in Ooh. quarterback math. Oh, in quarterback if, math. If you, yes, yes. If you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Sorry, my bad. And, and so, so uh, Baker Mayfield, in his three years, first year, 27 touchdowns, 14 picks. Second year, 22 and 21. The best year he had was when he was absent when the Browns running game and their defense was stifling people. And and you had him at under 30 attempts a game, which was uh 26 touchdowns, eight mm-hmm. picks. Last year, 17 and 13. I'll give you the injury year, but it was the decision making process. It wasn't just the throws. It was the decision-making process and throws that he turned down and throws that he actually made that was the actual issue. It wasn't the, you know, like like that's the that's the thing that's baffling about Baker is that it's not just the the injuries. It's the bad decisions, the throws that he chose to make or didn't choose to make. That's the problem. With uh, Baker. So if you are the Lions, you're going to get you're going to dump Jared Goff or give yourself a quarterback competition, which is then going to the only thing that your fans are going to do is be mad all year. Because when Baker has a bad game, they're going to be like, pull, put Jared Goff back in. Soon as Jared has a bad game, I, I, put Baker back in it. You're going to you're just going to have your wheel spin it. I don't I don't think the Lions fans care really about what Jared Goff does. I think that they have a pretty good sense on what Jared Goff is for them and what he is as a quarterback. And so I, I don't I mean and, and if, if you brought Baker in and it didn't work out, then guess what? You get to pick high in the next year's draft, which should be a heck of a lot better when it comes to quarterbacks in uh in twenty twenty three as opposed to this draft class here. Now, listen. now, listen. If, if 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 the Lions want him and bring him, I think it would be great. But if they don't, that's another story. Listen, you don't. There think is Detroit's only one fit. team. There is only one team in the NFL that he for sure provides a a an upgrade. I mean, one hundred percent unadulterated upgrade on what you have right right now. And that's the Carolina Panthers. That may be the only team in the NFL that that is just a stone cold guaranteed upgrade. Because because he's for sure. He is absolutely for sure better than um, Sam. Sam Darnold has has played. I mean, can can you think of any other team that he's a stone cold upgrade over? Well, no. I mean, there are, there are questions in Seattle if if but if he would be better than Drew Locke or Geno Smith, who they just resigned. But the resigning of Geno Smith makes it seem like they are going with Drew Locke and Geno Smith as their quarterbacks this season. Um, Texans seem to be sticking with Davis Mills, so there's yep. not going to be a change there. The Panthers are really truly just almost the last man standing on the they're punting on the season everybody else has kind of moved on really from you know from what they're and i mean the falcons have signed marcus mariotti he's going to be their guy i mean everybody else has seemingly got their guy except carolina you do have a team though that would be 
possibly interested in or should be interested in Baker Mayfield. You're going to reveal that after David Gascon gives us the latest of what's happening on this Easter Sunday in the world of sports. What's going on, Dave? You know, we know radio and television, there's that thing that they talk about called the hot mic. Yes. And for those that uh, don't know, uh, typically it's always under advisement, whether you're a, a broadcaster, play-by-play, an analyst, a host, a reporter, always assume the microphone is on even when you're not on. But then there's other people that will run into oncoming traffic. And um, Kyrie Irving, guys, was asked oh, no. some pointed questions tonight or today about the uh, the atmosphere of Boston Garden. And let's just say a fine will probably be coming his way and the uh, Brooklyn Nets way, uh, describing some of the vulgarity that was uh, launched to him. And uh, nothing was dumped out or bleeped out. <laughs> oh, so, boy. Game was on yeah. ABC, so it'll be a nice fat fine coming as well. Sure. Um, I think he made a finger gesture to one of the fans as well. Yeah, foreign relations is what they said in Top Gun. Giving him the bird. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, referencing a couple of uh, body parts and a uh, female dog. Um, oh, boy. good stuff. I wonder how these guys would react back in the day at the old Boston Garden of the Philadelphia Spectrum. Could you imagine? Yeah, maybe a little differently. Oh, yeah. Some haymakers being thrown. I don't know, too. yeah. <laughs> of course, Dr. J fought Larry Bird back in the day. Yeah, that's so. right. That's right. Um, guys, it was a great game. It was a one-point difference at the end, and the home team took care of it. Jason Tatum. Eight seconds. Kick out. Left side. Smart. Up picks. Finds the cutter. Tatum spins. Lays it up and in to beat the buzzer. It's over. It's over. The Celtics have won the ball game at the buzzer. Yeah, 115-114 was the final score in this one. Jason Tatum with 31. And the loss, Kyrie Irving had 39. Bulls have woken up a little bit. 20 in the second quarter to climb back into it. They trail Milwaukee 47-41. There's a minute 55 to play here in the game's opening half. Giannis is a quick 7 of 11, 16 points so far. Brooke Lopez has 11 of his own. Only two players for the home team in double-digit scoring. DeMar DeRozan has 12, 4 of 12 from the field. Heat, they skunked the Hawks. 115 to 91 was the final. Trey Young, 1 of 12 from the field, 0 of 7 from downtown. He had 8 points in that affair. Uh, guys, Major League Baseball, Orioles blanked the Yankees today 5 to nothing. Dodgers won 9 to 1 against the Reds. They swept the four-game series just underway from Petco Park. Padres and Friars, no score just yet. George, it's all right. Matthew Stafford is better than Jared Goff, regardless if they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, it is Fox Sports Sunday. Thank you very much, David Gascon. Yeah. He is George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. All right, so the Panthers are the one team where he could be an upgrade, but you don't think that Carolina would be the ideal spot for Baker Mayfield? No, I do. Oh, you do? Yeah, where, 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 where else would he uh, go? Well... <laughs> <laughs> are, are, you, are you serious are you serious with this yeah i'm serious okay because this is this is this is why i love this this is this is like a family before the show we had a conversation via email where george said 
Baker Mayfield's ideal spot would be blank. And I'm not going to reveal the team, but then you relayed a bunch of different (laughs) reasons why. So Um, I've been trying to set you up for this. I know. I know. I was giving you a hard I know, man. I was giving you a hard time. So, okay. All right. And by the way, it wasn't the Carolina Panthers that he was, that he was saying in this. No. So it, it was your ridiculous idea of trading him to the, uh, the, the, Detroit Lions that that led to this troll job. No, it is if he's smart, right? If Baker Mayfield is smart and being very strategic and not letting his pride get in the way, right? Because sometimes as people, we let our pride get in the way. He's like, I'm an NFL starter. I am an NFL starter and pound and pound the table. Why not do what Mitchell Trubisky did last year? And take himself and his talents down to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Get a year under Tom Brady because you know you won't have to play. He doesn't get hurt unless, you know, Polk hits a, or Pollard hits him, hits him in the knee and he's retired. So, so Tom Brady is, so he's not going to have to play. And if you look, what happened last year to Mitchell Trubisky? He didn't even play, and he came out smelling like new money. Came out smelling like potpourri. Even the the, the Steelers were like, "Yeah, you could be our starter," and he didn't even do a damn thing to prove he was better. So now imagine if Baker Mayfield, like like it it is it is like touching Sean, Sean McVay's hand. He would get a. He would get an instant opportunity to be a starter. He's a n- former number one pick. This is the way, people. And if Baker's smart, that's what he'll do. Mitchell Trubisky was obviously the backup to Josh Allen in Buffalo. So maybe got a little of the Josh Allen match- uh, magic, a little bit of the Brian Dable match- uh, magic. I think it actually is a pretty good thought process. I I don't know if the Buccaneers would be interested um, in going that route them as a team, but I don't think it would necessarily be a bad thing if Baker was willing to do that and willing to be, and you'd, you'd have to be if you're going to be backing up Tom Brady. But I think you're right. I think that you can even point to a name like Marcus Mariota, who I mentioned earlier, who had limited snaps with the Raiders, yep. had had you know one game two seasons ago where he came in relief of Derek Carr. Uh, this past season had a couple of, couple of spots here and there, but was also hurt. But was able to, I guess, be distanced enough from his playing time in Tennessee as a starter to make you feel like, all right, maybe there's a bit of a rejuvenation, uh, maybe a new quarterback coming in. And I I don't think it's a bad idea. I, and whether it be Tampa or whether it be somewhere else, but to be out of the spotlight for a year, I actually don't think that would be a bad idea for Baker Mayfield, especially if you're coming off of shoulder surgery where you may not be able to really get to work out with whatever team you're on until June or July. Oh, I actually but- think that your idea is a, a well-thought-out idea, oh. and in the long run, past the 2022 season could work out best for Baker Mayfield. I need you to rephrase what you, what you said. You, you included an extra word. What there. word? What word did I say? You used the word actually. Actually? Yeah. You said I actually agree with you. I actually yeah. think it's a good idea. No, we, no. It's just 
you know, these things happen on a weekly basis. So, you know, so I need you to acknowledge that. We, we disagree most of the time, including on what George's actual take is. I almost threw my computer across the room when he said Carolina Panthers. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Sunday. A happy Easter to you. Glad to have you with us. Get George on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Bucks up eight at the half on the Bulls, 51 to 43 in their game one. We're going to wrap this baby up on a question that has been put out there on Fox Sports Radio when it comes to the brand new football league that launched this weekend. We talk about it next year on Fox Sports Sunday. Fox Sport. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week now through May fourteenth. Get twenty five dollar tickets to over five thousand shows. That's up to seventy five percent off a summer full of your favorite artists like Twenty One Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sunday, a happy Easter to you and yours. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. George, the six-year NFL vet, can be found on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. We wanted to bring you the postgame comments from Kyrie Irving. Uh, the FCC would not allow <laughs> us to uh, to bring those comments. Uh, I'm sure that you will you will be hearing them or hearing portions of that. But the Celtics topped Kyrie in the Nets today on a buzzer beater by Jason Tatum, uh, a buzzer beating layup by Jason Tatum. Uh, despite Kyrie's efforts to uh, to prevent that, Kyrie had a great 
game. Now it's just a matter, George, of if Kyrie Irving's going to have to fight against the Celtics and the Boston crowd or if he's going to be able to separate this to focus on what his team needs to do. But Boston is up 1-0 in the series. Yeah. Lots of uh, lots of choice words. Yeah, Ky- Kyrie was not very happy. And, and, and part of it, too, is – is that this Boston crowd? Because remember earlier you were like, I think the Boston crowd has, has forgotten about his time there. No, they haven't. <laughs> I think we have. Like, I have moved past it. I don't think Boston has. I have moved past it. Like, I don't sit there and I don't think of his time in Boston anymore. Like, when I look back at Kyrie, that'll kind of be a bit of a, I don't know, kind of a, I don't want to say a blip, but it's not going to be as you know, big as the shot that he hit for the Cavs or or what happened. But I get why the Celtics aren't happy um, and, and why he is still on their, their radar. I do yeah. want to put something on your radar, though, George, before we go. Iowa Sam, our technical producer, posed this question to Steve Hartman and Rich Ornberger earlier today on Fox Sports Radio, and he is going to pose it to us as well. Iowa Sam, your question is... Yeah, so George, you know, we we would always talk about, we get in this fantasy mode, like we see these great Alabama teams, they're like, oh, we know in the back of our mind the answer is no, but we always kind of fantasize, could Alabama, with all their star players, beat one of the worst teams in the NFL? And There's we know not a uh, I know, snowball's chance in hell. Not a snowball's chance in hell, but could Alabama or a great, like a great Clemson team or, a, you know, some top flight college football team could they beat a handful of usfl teams i would say yes what do you think because like these because think about how many draft picks alabama has and a lot of these guys in the usfl weren't even drafted like that's why they're in the usfl yeah yeah i actually think that that's actually more more reasonable but it's got to be like one of those all-time great teams like it can't just be just oh just random national champion from from 2019 like we we need a historically great team to be able to do that i don't think i don't think that you can do it with a with just a rendered standard run-of-the-mill champion like it's got to be a all-time great type of team there's a, there are still boys on Alabama, yes. and there are all men in the USFL. I, I, I mean, yes, but ev- I think that those eventually those guys will turn into men and get drafted. Sure. What is the yes. compilation that- of a USFL team? It's a, what is a slight upgrade over, but still, if you're talking a really about good an college team, kid, yes, yeah, but you got to remember too is that is that is that even. Is that on Alabama? So, like, let's say that they have six guys who are NFL ready that year, right? Six. These on these USFL teams, they may have one or two guys who are can go in the NFL and play at this point in time, but not six. All six of those Alabama players are ready to go be NFL starters. So, all of these are the best players on their teams in college where so like so so like yeah Alabama may have more top end talent p- potentially but these are all grown men and professionals he's George Reister I'm Dan Byer Iowa Sam with the great question we always appreciate Sam's input and a topic for discussion as well I still would take the USFL professional guys for sure. Get Iowa Sam on Twitter at Iowa Sam 99. George, have a great Easter, and we will talk to you next week on yes, Fox sir, Sports you Sunday. Too.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift. And danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.